Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast for a Choice Track. I'm Dietrich. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. And I'm Taj. Good energy, Taj. Because <laughs> this Saturday, coming out to a radio station near you, it's going to be epic. Madness all over the place. This year's first inaugural Choice Track. Muscle down, man. Blowing up in the background. Right. Yeah. I was going to do the radio guy voice, but Taj already took that last episode, so I'm just going to leave that alone. Now we just need so, to get home, you, right? Yeah, all you, <laughs> all you crazy folks and fans out there, get ready for muscle bound men. We're talking about monster truck and hot dogs, beer, and popcorn, and all over each other's face. We're recording up in the air because the monster truck is smashing down on the car. So, just to get y'all in the mood, um, the thing for this particular episode is monster truck music. Yes, whenever you go to a monster truck jam, uh, monster jam as they would call it for short, um, you hear a whole lot of different music going on in the background. Some of it is, is hyping you up. Some of it is getting your rage. Some of it makes you want to slap the girl next to you if she don't kiss you on the kissing cam. But it's okay <laughs> because when it gets down to it, you're there for one thing and one thing only. The complete demolishment and destruction of monster truck going on top of regular cars that should have been able to be Drive, driven around somewhere, but somebody deemed him as not drivable, so they went on ahead and smashed it up. Unless you're that one dude who went down into the pit in order to get his Mountain Dew out of his orange car just to have it smashed up. Didn't care about the car, only cared about the Mountain Dew. <laughs> That's just completely messed up. We're not going to plug any anything else here. We're not sponsored by Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, you need to talk to us. But between <laughs> then and now, we're going to get right into it. So, I think the ultimate monster truck rally song that I would listen to Whenever I had this idea pop up in my head, it literally followed behind a chant. And that chant was something that was so eurythmic and so, so demonic at the same time. It was just like, yeah, you got to use that as your actual song. So my pick came out in 1999. It's from an artist. It's from his fourth album, Devil Without a Cause. Devil Without a Cause, excuse me. And on top of that, it literally put him on the map. Uh, it took new metal, put a little swing to it, put a little hip hop to it. Next thing you know, you got a whole big bonanza of folks out here just doing dumb shit and rapping for the US of A. And it's all because of this one song and this one chant. And it goes, bow with the bow, the bang, the bang, diggy, 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 <laughs> said the boogie, say, oh, jump the boogie. Yeah, I went. Body wah, uh, ball with the ball, you know, kid rock. Let's get this going. Whenever this song comes on, my name is Kid. And he starts going off into it. I get hyped as hell. You know what I'm saying? No matter what it's pleasing now, no matter what you're talking about, or whatever that situation. And that hit, it's it. It's over. Everybody's jamming. Everybody's moshing. The funny thing about that one is it literally came out at a time where mosh pits were just like super getting like amped up and everything was going in. And on top of that, there was a lyric in the song that he had, but getting the pit and trying to kill someone, he actually went back and switched it up to love someone because he said, quote, mosh pits are all about cohesiveness. Which <laughs> getting smacked in the fucking head with an elbow ain't cohesive. I don't know what So getting to the song. What do y'all think about Kid Rock Ball with the Bond? <laughs> so, it, it, I'll, I'll, it, I, so I, I liked it. I can't, I'm not sure if I remember hearing this Kid Rock song before. I mean, it, it, this is very much like one of those like guilty pleasures. I, I don't know why. Like, Kid Rock can deliver it. And there's, you can't say he can't deliver it. I don't know why there's so much like shade thrown Kid Rock's way, but like, he, he does. Oh, keep watching him. You'll figure it out. But yeah. <laughs> but but you know what I'm trying to say? Like he's out there working and he's doing his job. Like I'm not. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Like, you know, is it artistry? No. <laughs> is it rocking? Yes. <laughs> you know. It, it's like watching the hustle at the time, you know. It's not, it's not a masterpiece. One take home, but it's a good hustle. Like, you're like, as long as it's not me. <laughs> you telling me you wouldn't play this for the kids, Taj? Come on now, come on now. This, this is a kids song. You can get this on Kids Bob, bro. Come on. I, I'm sure. Yeah, and the version I did listen to did have the, you know, can you find love in the pit? You're like, okay, but yeah. 
But see, what I think, I think why this works best is so because I'll bring this up on the other ones. But like, what I did like about yours, especially, is is there's two things you need for a monster truck rally song. You need an intro that rocks, like something that comes in soft and then hits hard, right? And then you need something that the crowd can sing to, even if there's other parts that mumble through. There's parts that the crowd can sing to, and this this meets that criteria of what you need for a monster truck rally because <laughs> because you have that little like that fading noise the lights go dim and you're like ooh who's coming out <laughs> and then it's like it's the grand reaper <laughs> right exactly <laughs> so but yeah so it, i for that it, i think it was a great pick for it being kid rock eh. <laughs> But I respect it. <laughs> it got a number four on, on the on the on the Hot 100 single Billboard charts. Um, a, a bubbling under hot or whatever the case in point. It stayed on to number ten uh, throughout the throughout the year. So I mean, for '99 going into 2000, can't be too mad about it. We want to Exactly. We all thought the world was going to end, so we figured we should have some fun. <laughs> I'm saying, go out with a fucking bang, bro. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> how do I say this? Uh, as far as picking a song, <laughs> as far as picking a or song not. that that matches the theme, yes, hundred percent. I can hear this song at a monster truck rally. Um, so kudos to you for you know picking a song that is probably being played right now at some <laughs> monster truck rally. Okay. Yeah. Um, that being said, no thanks. Uh, yeah. Uh, diplomatically, I'm going to say, um, it's not for me. Uh, um, Kid Rock, we're not, we're, it's just, it's not, it's not music that, uh, that really inspires me to want to listen to much more than maybe 10 seconds of, uh, his music before I want to turn, turn the channel. Um, I tried. I tried. I'm just speaking strictly about his music. So, um, I don't want to, I don't want to go any, anywhere, uh, away from that. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to move too far away from that. Let's just talk about the music. So, um, yeah, never really been a big fan. Um, but as far as picking a song that, that goes with the theme, good job, dude. Good job. So, but that's it. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, come on, David. Hit me with it, man. What you got? Yeah, so I like I almost would have picked this song. It was like it was in my head as a song pick for this theme, and I I, I dig the song. Like I, I I know a lot of people don't like this song. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. So it, actually, it's, it's done really well. Like you said, it top charts. It's it's a whole the, the whole we've had episodes about like artists that have a lifestyle or opinions outside their music <laughs> that I don't agree with. So that's where I. It, I fell short of like picking this this because of that, but I think for this theme, awesome, dude. Yeah, like and it definitely you know get you pumped in the crowd. Um, but that being said, there's a lot of I think there's a lot of good picks for monster truck music for sure. Uh, but yeah, this is this is up there, man. And it's like a weird I don't know the Kid Rock era when he first started. Like he's got a lot of hits that have been on the radio, maybe not so much anymore. <laughs> Just because he's, you know, he, you know, he's got his opinion on people and stuff like that, and, uh, that I wouldn't agree with. You know, I'm definitely a, a more of a well-rounded person, <laughs> I guess, than Kid Rock. But uh, you know, he's he, he got some talent from something, man. I mean, he's, he's definitely, uh, you know, he came he came up in the 2000s. Was he in the 90s too? I think it was more early 2000s, right? Well, no, he was in the 90s. Uh, the only thing was, it really didn't pick up until this album. This was his fourth yeah. album. This this was the song that put him on the map. This uh-huh. was the song that started his whole trend of how he was going, and then he's changed over the years his actual aspect of, of his music and how he comes out right. with it. I won't take away anything from his artistry. Like you said, the, the personal beliefs and, and the thought processes behind them and the whole nine, I can already get past that only because I, I try to be as rounded as possible for everybody's thought process. Yeah. But um, for the most part, it, it literally was about the feeling of the song. Like, if, yeah, when yeah. you think about when you think about Monster Jam, the last thing you're thinking about is political thoughts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you can have like social in the world. Yeah, social awareness. It's not really just all that political. Yeah. You're, he you're goes beyond that. Just smashing trucks and having a good ass time on his dad. So as far as I'm concerned, like right. when you break it down to that simplistic situation, you can't be mad at it. Yeah, like I said, we touched on this like topic before too. Like artists that said stuff that you know they should they maybe could have could have thought twice about but i mean being real and true to yourself that's cool but uh i you know i i can disagree with people yeah, but yeah. yeah as far as like the, the era of the music and stuff like that like i i think when he first came out i was like wow what the hell you know what is this like he's country and and he's like rock and because he has a country album right mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that's like diverse i guess but i don't know <laughs> he fits the bill in a way where I stereotype people that maybe I shouldn't. I don't know. But I can stereotype him any day and be kind of right about it. <laughs> but I wish I wasn't. But yeah. So there you go. Kid Rock. Fireworks. Cool. Right. Next on the scene. Coming up to bat, the Damonator. Damon, here we what you got. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I I, uh, I picked a song that I think um, is definitely, you know, up my alley as far as, like, the time period, the band, uh, still relevant today. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I picked Linkin Park's Crawling. I think that's like kind of like a, a 2000s, you know, they, they hybrid theory was the album that came off of, right? It was like a really big album. Um, I'm a fan of Linkin Park. I liked how they did a lot of Transformers stuff. Um, and uh, this is like a 2001 release. So that's that's perfect for my time. Uh, you know, a few years after high school, you know, all the stuff from the 90s I love and early 2000s, just that's like, you know, my younger days. <laughs> so I like to grab everything towards that. But I mean, they, they've even like the band um, lost their lead singer, you know, but uh, they do. They're doing a lot of uh, new stuff now. They're releasing new stuff now. So, um, yeah, no, it's good stuff. I like I like that whole album really, but I think this is like this fit that mood of Monster Truck Rally. I think when I was younger, I had gone to a couple of Monster Truck rallies. I barely remember them. But my uh, I lived in upstate New York, and my stepbrothers were kind of into that stuff and uh, local, you know, not, not nothing huge. But they even had like I think at one point, I, maybe it's still a thing now, but remote control cars were like a huge thing like in the late 90s mid 90s late 90s maybe even early 90s coming out of the 80s as like monster truck rallies were huge then too and it was like the beginning of an era and that, and then sponsorships came up and you kind of get that same feel with the sponsors with like like uh nascar and other like sports like um you know like motocross and all that i love all that shit i think it's great i love fast cars i love vehicles i think they're really cool and interesting so yeah i fucking have a heyday in a monster truck really um and listening to that kind of music yeah fuck yeah <laughs> so yeah this is right up my alley uh, but yeah i i don't know if lincoln park would be played a lot at that but that was you know that's where i kind of gravitated to what do y'all think about that yeah, I definitely think there are a couple of songs from Lincoln Park that would be played, and this, you know, say would definitely fall into that mix. But yeah, I, I think, you know, shout out Lincoln Park, man. They they definitely held their own for the longest time of just staying true to themselves and doing their music. And if you loved them, you loved them. If you didn't love them, you didn't love them because you know they had that mixture down of rock and rap and and just total total blendingness of the song and the sound and not. Very very many people could pull that off and pull it off yeah. with the originality that they did. So that in itself, you know what I'm saying? They did definitely need their, their flowers for the situation. Um, right. That's all I got to say, man. I, I, I thought that was a pretty damn good pick and it did fit along. I could definitely see some trucks coming out to it, smashing <laughs> up on a couple of cars, maybe flipping over yeah. and doing the whole nine. But yeah, it fit the bill. Huh? Yeah, and, and rest in peace, Chester Bennington. Um, yes. It was another suicide. So uh, I can't stress it 
enough, you know, if you, if you need help with something, reach out to somebody. It happens to the best of us. I mean, it was uh, really close to the time that Chris Cornell took us own life, too. But, yeah, I mean, we, you know, you, you hear good music like this and you hear the lyrics, too. Like, there's real messages in there. Uh, yeah, I guess, like, it could be, like, fun and party time, but then it's also, like, reality, too. But, uh, yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. All right. So uh, I'm not sure if I've heard this particular Linkin Park song. Like, it, I think the sound is right for Monster Truck Rally. I just don't know. And don't get me wrong. I do like the song, but I don't know that this song <laughs> is the one you would play at Monster Truck Rally. <laughs> but it, it, I did like the song uh, overall. Um, and I watched the music video for it, which that itself is a little crazy. So I was like, okay. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, it, the only reason why like I stipulate like not this song for monster like do you want a truck that's crawling you want a truck that's crushing like you know like where's there the lyrics that matches what the truck's doing <laughs> it could start off on a slow approach that, that would be crawling and then kicking the high gear go up the ramp and smash on a bunch Actually, of cars there's a truck called the Nightcrawler isn't there yeah Oh, okay, it was I a nightcrawler okay. truck. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I didn't I've remember that for the wrong. My, Sorry. My kid days when I used to always watch monster trucks. So, uh, no, <laughs> see, I saw his Bigfoot. So, that's it. Everybody was Bigfoot. Bigfoot. <laughs> like, uh, uh, I was a grave digger. Uh, I love any, anything that they have name with that. I was like, yeah, that works. I'm surprised knowing Ty, she didn't ask if the Nightcrawler could teleport. <laughs> Yeah, that's a different uh, different game altogether. Yeah. <laughs> I think you beat him to the punch on that one. <laughs> he, he was thinking it. Bad <laughs> punch get thrown in there with your the the nerdism. Um, I mean, I, I think I, I, I could picture this song being in a monster truck rally. Um, yeah, right? I mean, Definitely. I think, I think it would work. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I see it. Um, as far as Lincoln Park, Lincoln Park, I, I, it's never really been for me. I, I understand, I, I appreciate the music and I know that they, they have a big following. Um, it was just, you know, they came out of what, like late nineties, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like the mid to late nineties. Yeah. 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 And I, you know, that I think I, I've talked about this on a previous episode, but that was also when I was in college and there was just yeah. a lot of music that escaped me. And, you know, when I, when I, when I came to and, uh, you know, I joined the real world again, um, you know, Lincoln Park just wasn't, wasn't something that was on my radar. So I do remember hearing them on the radio and I've heard the song before. Um, but yeah, I just, I mean, I, I, I don't dislike the song. It's just, it's just one of those things that when I hear it, I know that while I, I, respect the talent and i respect the sound it's just not something that i gravitate towards but again that yeah. being said it's totally i i think i could I, I could see it at at a stadium you know something that that's played on on uh yeah on their speakers yeah so. I, I i would think that you wouldn't gravitate necessarily towards lincoln park but that's that's good i mean we're all staying true to our our style yeah. right but yeah, i yeah, didn't I disappoint think... did i like, yeah, i don't think he was gonna like it i was right <laughs> But uh, I don't think you go to a lot of monster truck rallies either. So, <laughs> hey, I'll have you know, I did watch monster okay. truck on Sundays with my right. brother on tele- on TV. Sometimes you're always surprising but, me. Okay, yeah, full of surprises. Yeah, no, I I, I always got into it. Uh, Lincoln Park is is one of those bands that I didn't know that I liked at first, but then I really got into the band after hearing like I mean, especially Hybrid Theory. Going back to that, yeah, so. And to be honest, I've never listened to a whole Linkin Park album, so I've just I just know the hits. So, but yeah, yeah, okay. Same on you, Taj. I know. Same. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you very much, there. And uh, going on next, Brand the Destroyer, Brandon. Hit us with what you got. Yeah. So, um, you know, I went off the the beaten road here. You know, Uh, I went with something. That I know for sure did not play the Monster Truck Rally because I don't think the song is that popular. 
But I do believe that this would totally fit in if the song had reached a wider audience. Um, and the song that I picked is from 1995. It's from the band Gone Jackals, and the song is called Legacy. It's from their second album called Bone to Pick. Uh, the Gonjackos were a hard rock, uh, garage rock blues band. My introduction to them was from the video game of the same year, Full Throttle. It was a LucasArts game. And Full Throttle is one of my favorite video games of all time. And they, a lot of their songs are on the soundtrack to Full Throttle. From the get-go, I loved the music and didn't know I needed that in my life uh, back in 1995. And um, I do, I did pick up every album that they made. Um, you know, they're not around anymore. They really weren't around much longer after this. Uh, but yeah, it's just, I mean, it's, to me, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a high octane, you know, uh, like bar song, you know, it's just, just like, sounds like a, like a biker, biker bar kind of song that you would listen to. And, and I think that's why I think it could fit in a, into a monster truck rally because it's just got this, you know, this, uh, it's got this like beat to it and the voice is like just grovelly and, and, uh, you know, like when you hear it, I think it just, really gets you pumped and uh, makes you want to go fast. And um, that's why I think it would work for a monster truck rally. So again, like I said, it's not, it's not a very popular song, but again, if it had, if it had reached a wider audience, you might hear it today at, at one of those, uh, one of those shows. So um, yeah. What do you guys think? So I, I liked it a lot. Um, I never played full throttle um, when I was trying to look up music videos for the different bands. Like I came across a video that was uh, the or uh, that was talking about how uh, when they made the game, they wanted music like original music, and they they came across this band and they're like, "Hey, would you do the music for our video game?" And they're like, "Sure," and it was exactly what they were looking for. But yeah, I can see with me for for the song, like the song isn't what you play when they're actually doing the competition. It's for that intro song when they're driving in and this is totally one of those because they're you know sometimes some of those trucks do that like they do that speed spurt and then they slow down or the speed spurt and then they shoot the flames you know and that's exactly what this song is this song is like you know i'm gonna rock your face off before i get to work but yeah nice <laughs> good i can see where that's coming from um i i kind of picked up on the vibe of brandon was talking about when you say it was kind of like a biker bar type thing um that literally hit off in my mind when i first heard the song because i had never heard of the band before um but i actually liked the song i actually like where it was coming from i can see this being played at a monster truck rally because they don't just have the monster trucks there they also got dirt bikes and you're doing like major flips off of off of, off of the ramps and things of that nature i totally hear this song playing during the time where they got the dirt bikes going back and forth and running up uh, and they like interlude in between the actual monster trucks coming in or when the monster truck like the biggest monster truck coming in like Bigfoot or something like that to get the crowd going this is the song that I hear played in the background so I, I definitely see where you're coming from with that and I, I like the style of it um, again this is one of those situations where you introduce me to a band and I'm sorry that they're not around um, because I do like to hear like more compositions for bands especially when they got a unique sound and I like the way that it came out so yeah I was feeling it yeah I give it like a like a rockabilly meets surf surf rock meets motorhead <laughs> it almost starts off like a motorhead song uh, ace of spades or something like that mm. but yeah it's got like a it's got a cool sound man I really like it. I think it, it does fit well with the monster truck rally. It's almost like it, it could be like a promo song for like a the monster truck, you know, commercial or something like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, I dig it, man. I like these. I like this song. I want to hear more of this band for sure. And I wish I wish I could see them live, but you said they're not doing it anymore. So maybe we'll do a reunion at a monster truck rally someday. That'd be nice. <laughs> we can all go. Yeah, <laughs> be playing where uh, Taj lives. Yeah, I'm not going if that's the case. Oh, okay. 
it's probably gonna be snow up there. I don't feel like dealing with all that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can see this. Really? In, like, yeah. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Like all the games that I played with Brandon, the extreme sport games, you know, the, like the bikes and the ski and all that. Like that's this definitely would fit in with that too. Or like Tony Hawk skate, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a good pick, man. I like it. I like the beat. All that. Go. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> oh. All right, last but not least, the terrible two-step twister, Tarsh. <laughs> so, uh, it, when you said this, like, uh, I I had to figure, so for me, I very much played into, it had to be an intro song for a truck. So, I had to figure out what my truck was, and I wasn't going to use an already, <laughs> an already truck. So, I, I had a truck in mind, and then I was like, search for songs that matched it, <laughs> okay? <laughs> so, uh, the song I pick, <laughs> and it's the, yeah, the coordination doesn't match, but it, it's still there. Uh, the song I picked is um, Right Round by Flo Rider. Um, that came out. I should look up when that came out. Sorry, uh, that came out in 2009. It has uh, Kesha in it, so um, yeah, I think I saw somewhere that she's the female vocal on it. Uh, so it's it samples, uh, you know, this uh, you spin me right round in it very much. So so you know the crowd can automatically sing to it. The intro part makes sense because like when when I picked it, like it, like I said, I want that where the lights die down and then you have that chase light like that goes around the whole stage. Stadium, and then another one goes all around the whole stadium and then like they come both back out and then clash in the middle and then the lights come on and then that's when the truck comes out <laughs> it, that's what i pictured with this like this is what i was picturing and so the truck that i picked uh it comes out it's kind of a uh copperish front right and then it has a big black hat on the back and, and so right where the driver's head is is kind of like lincoln's face but with the tongue <laughs> sticking out and the name of the truck is called bad penny <laughs> so because <laughs> he keeps coming back he's just a bad penny and he just like comes out and it's like Vroom. yeah <laughs> okay so <laughs> you, you literally sounded like you just typed in the chat gpt the image of monster truck meets pop and see what comes out of it <laughs> And I knew you would have liked it just because it was Kesha in there somewhere. But yeah, it, it totally makes sense. Um, damn, I don't know where to go with that. Um, <laughs> the song I can hear is an interlude or, or come on and, and it's, it's a, it's a popular song. So I can definitely see him being played. I don't know as much about being played in a bus truck rally, but I said go for it because like you said, it's a popular song. It, it's one of those that everybody knows is the catchy tune and the intro is catchy. And you know, they probably Probably know it from Pitch Perfect if they don't know it from actual Flow Rider itself. <laughs> right, so exactly. if anything, you know, that'll get people jamming on it a little bit and think about that. So we'll see how that works. But Wait, well, I mean, plus, for, for that pick for you, it makes sense. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, one well, plus because it it samples a popular song, like you, you know, it's multi generational. Like m- multiple mm-hmm. people are going to know that the chorus. So you're like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, I. I I just don't see this at a monster truck rally. <laughs> I just don't. I, no, no, it, it's a 2023 monster truck rally. I can see. It. <laughs> I think. I think this song would only be in the monster truck rally that Taj's Chad GPT created. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, there's so many better choices out there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> some some big names. I mean, I thought about going with some big names, some very obvious ones, you know. Um, this was not one that immediately came to mind um, because it doesn't belong at a monster truck rally. I just don't I don't see it. But again, maybe in Taj's world, uh, his his the monster truck rally that's playing on loop in his head right now. So yep. it's 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 wish fulfillment. That's what Taj Taj has here. <laughs> hey, Goal, goals, Taj. Goals. You need to become an owner of a monster truck and <laughs> right. then you can play this. So, exactly. uh, yeah. 
But I mean, and and then as far as the song, uh, uh, eh, I just rather listen to "You Spin Me" <laughs> right round. Like, I just want to listen to that. So, um, yeah, it's just again, it's it's just not something that I really gravitate towards. Um, so yeah, yeah, okay, there we go. All right, yeah. Who does the original "You Spin Me" around? Is it Culture Club? I no, it was Dead or Alive. No. Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive. Yes. Dead or alive. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that song better. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, I can see this. Uh, we're like, okay, now that we've we've all lived through uh, uh, Taj's like daydream of a monster truck rally. <laughs> How it should go? Uh, yeah, I want to go to that one, Taj. You want to um, go to that? <laughs> sounds like the perfect, uh, yeah, perfect time. But uh, yeah, this was this reminds me of the Hanover. I, it was in the Hanover, you know, the end of part two or three or something like that. They're flashing all the photos. Uh, that's I think that's the first time. I, and only time I've heard this song, maybe on the radio a couple times, you know. But yeah, this is definitely like, do you like this song? <laughs> yeah, I like this song. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Catch ya. Uh, yeah, you spin me around, baby. <laughs> It's a good song. The wheels right? go around and around. That right. makes sense. I can see it. No, this is totally like this is monster truck time. Yeah, <laughs> promo, whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, literally sports. You can play whatever, and it, it's gonna go with the flow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is that. This is that upbeat, fun vibe. I think it fits well. Uh, like you said, definitely, especially today. <laughs> Yeah, I, I haven't seen a monster truck rally in a long time. Like yeah. Back in the 80s and the early 90s with that. But yeah, man, I like the song. I loved it in the Hanover. I would love it at a monster truck rally. Good pick. I like your diversity. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not going to dissect the lyrics of this one. <laughs> it, I know. But the part that makes sense is that, that you know, for, for the monster truck, it's like you go down because, you know, the gravity, you pull it, the truck down and you crush the car. It's like, and you're spinning around. You're spinning wheels. Ex- around, exactly. around, around. Around, See, around, over and over and over again. Now you get it. The that's, lyrics. that's the mindset <laughs> of the song at Monster Truck Valley. You're like, like I said, it's a good promo. Song, <laughs> exactly. for sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, very much so. so. Well, yeah. all right. Um, okay. So, oh, I'm sorry. Do anything else to add? Yeah. So, who wants to invest in, you know, creating a monster truck called Bad Penny? You know, any takers? Huh? I might lose <laughs> my pennies on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. All right. Um, All right. What yeah. were you going to say, Brandon? Sorry. So, um, <laughs> anybody who's looking to invest, <laughs> reach out to uh, the the Choice Tracks email. Um, Taj has an opportunity for you. Um, okay. So, and with that, let's go ahead and flip the record and drop the needle on side B. And Diedrich, you had some homework for us. Yes, I did. Um, just to, to, to put this in, in some kind of, let, let me set the move here for y'all real quick. This is their 10th British album. 12th studio album by May of 1972. Let's just sit on that for a minute. May of 1972, you've already released 10 albums. Fast forward, 2023, you're still touring. (laughs) Right? How many other bands can we honestly say that we know of that are in that realm? For sure. Exactly. So I, I just kind of wanted to, to, to set that motion here. Um, I'm not going to speak a lot on the band because uh, for the knowledge that I do know, it's definitely... Um, this is one of those bands that if you don't say the right thing, you will get canceled in this, this day and age, especially if you don't have all the knowledge of everything that they've done, everything that they've been through. Um, they, they came over from Britain. Um, they literally had a sound and a charisma and a mood and a lead singer that was the epiphany of a lead singer, uh, in, in, in form of acting in a form of of singing in the form of just raw nature. And what I'm talking about here is I'm talking about icons when you when you just break it all down here. 
through the drugs, sex, and rock and roll, they practically helped invent it all in every facet of the, the words. Um, we're talking about the Rolling Stones, Exile on the Main Street, one of the most critically acclaimed albums that they come out with. And like I can say, 1972, crazy. Before any of us were born, or even a twinkle in our parents' eyes, they came out with an album that was just pure rock pure soul and pure music that you can listen to at any point in time, right? Um, I know I'm not giving them a whole lot of justice. I know I'm not going to go into the whole band. I really want people to go and experience it for themselves if they haven't already listened to the album. If they don't know a whole lot about the Rolling Stones, for most most people coming up around our age or so, they didn't know too much about the Rolling Stones until about the 80s, 90s, when they were really doing the, the covers and, and a bunch of the pop songs that were out. We're, I'm talking about the original ramifications of the Rolling Stones, which was all rock, all mood, all just, just essence of oozing of what rock should actually um, you got a lead singer that's so iconic. So many people, so many artists try to be like him. You've got bandmates that literally look like they got an IV attached to their arm, but they're still out there rocking on guitars and, and tearing up shows. And when you look at everything that they've been through over the years and everything that they've done, the different members that have switched out, but, but for the most part, it's, it's been a core group that has been remained of the Rolling Stones. There's nothing really too much more you can say about them. Um, I picked this particular album because one, um, I was going through a summer series in my mind of albums that came out around summertime and songs that came out around that feeling because summer is my favorite season of the year. And reason being is because it's when people are the most carefree. It's when people really get out and travel and do things. It's when folks are most likely to enjoy the life that they're given. That's why I love summer. And when we're talking about albums, this one took the cake for me because this one you can play at a bar. This one you can play at a club. This one you can play in a backyard barbecue. This one you can play on, on the beach when somebody's literally out there playing in the sand or in the water. This one you can play on a boat. This one you can literally take this particular album and go anywhere with it and find songs that'll fit into the moment. And you can't say that about a lot of artists. You can say that about this particular song or this particular album, excuse me. Um, for me, it, it came down to a couple of tracks that I just really loved and really was trying to decide where I wanted to go with it. Um, if I just really want to stick to my heart and, and go by where my heart actually lies when we're talking about this album, um, I don't want to take anybody else's pick. I, I really don't. I'm really not trying to. So I'm really going to go with one song that I know was a single and it popped off. Um, of course, you know, this album hit number one on the charts. It's certified platinum. It's, it's all over the place, but I'm going to go with Tumbling Dice. Rolling Dice is a quintessential bar song that you can listen to at any point in time. It kind of had me of a, a reminiscent of a, a episode we did before when we were talking about ZZ Top. When we were talking about the actual original ZZ Top, not the not the '80s run through, but you know the, the traditional um, Americana rock sound. That's what this particular album reminds me of, and that's where you know I actually had to go down that particular road with this particular song, Tumbling Dice, because it's just just a cool ass song it's got a cool ass groove to it and it's sexy to me and rock is sexy especially when it's done right and so that's where i'm coming from with this particular album and that pick so that's my choice pick tumbling dice what do y'all think about the album and i know each of you have your own collective thoughts and, and ideas about it especially the group and what were your favorite choice tracks from it so are, are you okay i want to jump in because <laughs> because mainly because i have one You're track good, that i really want to pick but first of all it, i do really want to thank you. Um, I, I know you're always thanking Brandon, but I, I want to thank you for this because I'll be honest, like I'm a big Beatles fan, like, and I've listened to like their early 50s stuff all the way to, you know, they ended right in their transitions to different sounds. And, and I've always been a huge Beatles fan and the Rolling Stones has always been one of those, like there's some people that would say they're better than the Beatles for at least for sure. They've at least toured longer than the Beatles. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I never really got it because, you know, I've listened to like 40 licks, which is, you know, a lot of their more newer, popular stuff. I knew that they 
had a lot of the foundations of the the rock blues foundations that that kind of the Beatles still came out of um, early on. I've never really had gone back and listened to that stuff. So, for example, th- I know this is a weird analogy, but for example, like this is like almost like paperback writer, uh, but for Rolling Stones, like this is like that Beatles transition. This is for the Rolling Stones is kind of like that transition period of the Beatles when they're leaving their 50 stuff, but discovering their new stuff. Right. And I love that because that's what because I listen to this and you're like, these guys do understand classic rock and roll. They had it down to a formula and then they're just making it their own thing. And the thing is that like it's so unique you can see where they were pulling out their own niche where they're like hey we're not trying to be sweet and innocent here we're trying to be rock and roll we're, we're trying to be the sex and drugs like you said and the songs very much reflect that and uh for that reason it my my pick because the one that just sticks out it, i have this weird thing and it probably goes back to ben folds uh, rocking the suburb i have this weird thing where i appreciate profanity in songs if it's used right <laughs> And so my pick is Sweet Virginia. Because that song is like, it's so, it, it's so, you don't expect it. And then they throw in the word shit in there. And you're like, but it's like adequately used. The other crazy thing is like this song, It I had never heard it before. This is one of those songs you could picture Mumford and Sutton singing today and would be a hit. Yet this is back in 72. Like the, the sounds aren't tied to a period. Like the sounds is that blues, bluesgrass. But like there's bands that sound exactly like this today and this is back then and so but yeah i just wanted to to grab that song hopefully it didn't take somebody else's pick uh i think they can they can get back it's okay okay (laughs) yes uh you know mick jack and chief richard's good lord if that's not rock goddess i don't i don't know i don't know where where it is so i'm gonna quit talking go ahead next person yeah i'm disappointed taj picked it because it's the only song i like on there I'm kidding. I'm kidding, guys. Come on. Um, Yeah, so I I do love the Rolling Stone. And I think, uh, at least for me, as I get older, my appreciation for Stones continues to 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 expand um you know growing up i like the stones enough but i didn't really appreciate them you know like i think as as a kid you're like who are these uh older gentlemen you know why why should i care and uh and then of course you it's hard not to compare them to the beatles just because of the time that they were both you know growing up in uh and and so i was definitely more of a beatles fan and I like the Rolling Stones, but I just appreciated the the artistry of the Beatles, I think, more. Um, I do remember in college buying some greatest hits of Rolling Stones, some older greatest hits albums that came out in the late 60s. And I think that expand my appreciation for them. Uh, and I like the Rolling Stones a lot more. But but again, it's like every, I, I, you know, every decade, it seems like for me, I just like them more and more to the point where now I love them. And um, and I think a lot of it has to stem from my knowledge of, of music history and and knowing exactly where they're coming from. And this is an album that when you listen to it, it's like their their um, inspiration is it's 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 all on the record. Like these are guys that were heavily influenced by blues musicians. And it's very apparent when you listen to this one, you know, like it's, it's so obvious that they, they're heavily influenced by, by, you know, American blues musicians and, and rockers and, uh, you know, garage rock. Like that's, that's what they love. I mean, that's what they're still doing today. Um, you know, I mean, they're create, they're, they're like, I mean, one of their latest albums was just, you know, it was, it was blues covers. They love that stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I love this album. Um, I'll also tell you that one of my favorite um, favorite songs is actually on the deluxe edition that wasn't on the original album called Plunder Your Soul. 
Uh, I highly recommend listening to that. If you only listen to the regular edition, listen to the deluxe edition because they're that good where they're like, yeah, we created some songs, but we just didn't fit them on the album. But it's like, dude, you could totally have made another album with the ones that you that didn't make the cut. I mean, that's how talented they are. Um, yeah, Rolling Stones are still going strong and they're going strong for a reason. They are a phenomenal band. Um, and this is a great album. This is definitely one of their, their, one of their best ones, one of their most popular ones. Um, but popularity, this is an example where popularity in, uh, critical like good critical reception are are one and the same like i i love it when like something's popular also turns out to be good so this is an example of that um i do really love the uh the sweet virginia song um that could have been one of my choices um what i'm gonna go with is sweet black angel That is just a song that I, I, I love to beat. I love to groove to, to that song. So Sweet Black Angel is uh, the track that I'm going to pick. So uh, great choice. Um, again, took us this, took us a long time to get to Rolling Stones, um, but you couldn't have picked a better album. Yeah, good pick. Uh, yeah, we had to hit, <laughs> obviously. It was a, oh, good, good pick, right? Of course it's a good pick. Um, we had to hit one of these you know, monumental uh, albums where... I mean, I can't believe these guys are still going strong. And this is like the early fucking 70s. And it still sounds relevant today. It sounds like Taj was saying, like, this could be a new album and like people would love it. Like the kids will love it. Right. I think that that's part of what makes this band so awesome in my mind. And I think they they were probably influential for so many bands, different genres, hopefully for, you know, reasons that, you know, like mean something to the band, um, not just pulling a sound and trying to sound like like the Rolling Stones. I mean, you know, they've acted and played music. There was a there was one show that I I I saw. This was 2007. It was about uh, it's called. They only had one season, The Knights of Prosperity. It was about robbing like the rich, and so their first victim was Vic Jagger, <laughs> and it only lasted one season. So like really, that was like the show was just about robbing Mick Jagger. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. And they were, you know, a little bit younger then too, but like, they still look great. And I mean, they're still, still fucking Tory, man. Uh, I think that Keith Richards did Pirates of the Caribbean and, uh, thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> he had like a small part in it, but yeah, that's kind of fun. It's fun to see, uh, iconic musicians do stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I love, I love this, uh, this album's like different than a lot of their really big hits. And I get, I, I Oh my God. Every album that I would, I would hear from these guys, there's a, there's something on there I love or more than one thing, but so many things. I think we'll have to do this again. <laughs> of course. Uh, there's, you know, there's some other bands out there too that we have to, we'll have to revisit over again. But, uh, this, this was kind of a surprise because I was, I was thinking, okay, we're going to hit some of these smaller bands. Like in my mind, I, I kind of like go through my CD collection and I can't believe I don't have a Rolling Stones album. <laughs> If I did, it would be like a vinyl. I would probably try to start collecting vinyl more than what I've got from what my dad gave me. And I would definitely throw Rolling Stones in there for sure. Exile on Main Street. So awesome. Um, Brandon picked one of my one of my favorite picks. And it's not I can't say that, you know, it's the only it's not the only one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like, I like Sweet Black Angel. I like Rocks Off, how it starts off. That's a cool start to this album. I mean, it's like, holy shit, dude. Shake your hips. Uh, I like Tumbling Dice. I mean, I don't know. It just fucking goes on and on. <laughs> so, whatever. Uh, it's all really good. It's bluesy. It's, um, it's his, you know, Big Jagger, his fucking voice. It's just like, he's got a fucking sweet voice, man. Yeah, that melody. And uh yeah. So thanks for thanks for letting us hear this again. Or for the first choice track, what would it be? I think Shine a Light is really good. Uh, 
Okay. Ooh, cool. Glad I liked it. So for you, Diedrich Emmett, were you more a Stones fan growing up or? I was never really into the Beatles like that. Okay. I knew of a couple of Beatles songs. Um, I knew more I knew more Rolling Stones going into the eighties and, and you know, their pop covers, especially Mick Jagger with him and David Bowie saying, you know, dance around and dancing in the streets and, and you know, pick it up on Rolling Stones from there. It wasn't until I got a little older where I went back and listened to both sides of like that. Fade to black that kind of yeah. shit. And so it was like at that point it was like, Okay, what am I really listening to here? And that's when it it hit me. It's like, oh shit! This is why y'all are so rooted in music. It's because music like this, where y'all literally came out with a a soulful yet rock steady like playlist. Like you can listen to the whole damn album at some point in time. I see myself being in a billiard hall, shooting pool, and listening to rock songs, and and literally like putting myself in the moment of enjoying that moment for what it is. And you know, that's it's just that feel good music. So for me, when you're talking about the Beatles versus, you know, Rolling Stones, Beatles definitely hold a place in the heart. I know I know of them, but I, I had to go back and listen to them as I was older. When I was younger, I didn't know much about them. I just knew about Paul McCartney. You know, I knew about um uh oh literally just popped out of my head because um, I, you know, I was thinking that was brother <laughs> it was oh. funny um, uh, no but um, what I was going to say Yoko Ono literally popped in my head as well that, oh. that, that's the wrong person that should be popping in my head right now but no, I'm, I'm more so of a Stones fan than I am Beatles. Even now, I, I would give it that that off on my side just because I, I like the way that Stones came into the game. I yeah. like the sound that they had. So well, well, Plus, it makes sense because they, they kind of speak to that juvenile side <laughs> that you have in music. Like, they, 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 the Stones, for sure, are a lot more <laughs> juvenile. Than I mean, I still have a juvenile side. So no, I, hell, I, I know. I picked the I know. Thing. Like, I, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, but yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. So, Taj, you got some stuff that you want to, you got me saying cool, cool. I hate that shit. <laughs> Sometimes you fall. So well, you got some words for us? Well, first I I gotta get some homework for next week. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you uh, got home- oh damn, that's right. I, you do have I, homework. No, I don't got homework. Somebody else has homework for us. <sighs> yeah, I think I got some homework for y'all. That uh, is not as good as the homework that we just had, but um, yeah, well, it's a little similar. You know, I think they have kind of like kind of from the same area area of the world or something like that, but. Uh, um, yeah, so this is a uh, an album that like just came out of nowhere. This band is from the UK. The band is The Darkness. The album is Permission to Land. Um, I feel like we might have touched on this before with a song or two, maybe a song, but uh, maybe I'm wrong about that. But anyway, this band is uh, yeah, it's great, shocking, uh, funny. Um, they're they're talented, um, but they obviously are you know. They they have a story to tell, <laughs> but it's 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 humor. So um, yeah, I had fun with this album. I never had to see them live, but my wife did, and she said they were great. And I I'd like to see them. I think they're still playing. I hope I'll have to look into that. But yeah, so the darkness and the album is Permission to Land. Have fun. Uh-huh. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> cool. cool. All right. Well, I'll go and wrap this up then. Uh, this has been uh, Trace Tracks. You can find us on our website at tracetracks.com uh, or you can find email us at tracetracks at gmail.com. Both of those end with a Z. Uh, we have matching playlists on both uh, Pandora and Spotify. So please, sub- ah, please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go and sign out. Advantage. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. And I'm too tired to do any more damn Monster Jam. I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hanging it up. No more Monster Jam voices or any of that nature. But uh, so I was going to go to my macho man, Randy Savage, but I think I'm going to say that for later. <laughs> anyway, this is Dietrich. Uh, we've been Choice Tracks. We're going to pick up the needle, but y'all keep spinning those Choice Tracks.